Hi, everyone. Thanks again for joining me. So today we're going to continue somewhat along the same theme as last time when we talked about the thoughts we entertain and the words that come forth out of those thoughts. This time, I'd like to encourage you with something the Lord has been unfolding to me over the last little bit in Psalms 23 and Psalms 138, 7. And these are scriptures that most of us know really well. And I'll quote them in several versions just so we get a really good feel for them. So the Berean Study Bible says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Amplified Bible says, Even though I walk through the sunless valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod to protect and your staff to guide, they comfort and console me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed and refreshed my head with oil. My cup overflows. The Voice Bible. Even in the unending shadows of death's darkness, I am not overcome by fear. Because you are with me in those dark moments, near with your protection and guidance, I am comforted. You spread out a table before me, provisions in the midst of attack from my enemies. You care for all my needs, anointing my head with soothing, fragrant oil, filling my cup again and again with your grace. Certainly, your faithful protection and your loving provision will pursue me where I go, always, everywhere. I will always be with the Eternal in your house forever. And just a little side note, in ancient times, whenever um, someone would have a visitor, the host of the home would provide olive oil for their guests to put on their head to refresh them. And the Lord blesses and anoints his believers with the Holy Spirit, which is symbolized by the oil, the oil of his anointing. And that's refreshing to all of us believers. Lastly, I'm going to read the entire Psalm 23 from the Passion Translation because it's so inspiring. Yahweh is my best friend and my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace near the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives me. He opens before me the right path and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast even when my enemies dare to fight. You anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my cup runs overflows. So why would I fear the future? Only goodness and tender love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterwards, when my life is through, 
I'll return to your glorious presence to be forever with you. The main thing that the Lord has been impressing upon my heart is that a shadow is nothing to be afraid of. Wikipedia says a shadow is a dark real image area where light from a light source is blocked by an opaque object. It occupies all of the three-dimensional volume behind an object with light in front of it. The cross-section of a shadow is a two-dimensional silhouette or a reverse projection of the object blocking the light. A reverse projection of the object. According to the Oxford Lexico, some similes of the word shadow are silhouette, outline, dimness, semi-darkness, murkiness, obscurity. And from our own experiences, if we think of shadows, we know that the shadow can actually look very different than the object that's casting the shadow, depending on how the light's hitting the object. And worse, it's often way bigger and very much distorted, which can make it appear much scarier than the object actually itself really is. So, for example, if we were really walking in a valley, when the sun is behind a mountain, the whole valley is cast into a dark light, a shadow. Nothing has changed except our perception of everything around us due to how the area is lit. It's how we're seeing it. And we know that the sun is on the other side of the mountain, even though we can't see it, or we can't even see its light sometimes, we know that it's there. How often do we see the enemy project something that is a complete reverse projection of what God is doing? How often do we hear the Lord tell us something, either directly or through his word, and then no sooner do we turn around and we see that something completely opposite is happening, or the reverse of what the Lord told us is taking place. This is where we as his people are to stand strong in our faith and know his word and stand on it and in what the Lord has spoken or shown us no matter what situation presents itself. We must proclaim the word of the Lord over ourselves and to the shadow. This image that has presented in our minds or our lives. We must hold fast to the promises of God. They are yes and amen. There is no wavering in God. Often the shadow comes to test us, to strengthen our resolve in the Lord, and to bring us through to the other side where the blessing and his promises await. Just like when we're walking through any area and the clouds block the sun and cast shadows on us in our surrounding area, we don't say to ourselves, oh my goodness, the sun is gone for good. Though sometimes it may seem that way when there's so many cloudy rainy days, we know that the sun is still shining as brightly and as strongly as ever. It's just hidden behind the clouds, which casts a different light and feel on what we experience. When obstacles or gloomy days loom over us, 
we know within us that the sun is there. And by the spirit, we know when gloomy days come that the son, Jesus Christ, by his spirit has not left us. He's never left us. He's still there. He's still here. And we know that he's here and he always is. And 1 Corinthians 10, 13 in the Passion Translation says, we all experience times of testing, which is normal for every human being. But God will be faithful to you. He will screen and filter the severity, nature, and timing of every test or trial you face so that you can bear it. And each test is an opportunity to trust him more. For along with every trial, God has provided for you a way of escape that will bring you out of it victoriously. So as we look to the Lord and we keep believing on what he says and has told us, and we speak from that place, from his word, from his promises, it's already done. We are to stand on what God has already said to us, already shown us in his word and, and promised us and come from this place of victory, even though we do not see any indication of it at all in front of us. Just as David with Goliath did, he told the giant that the Lord would deliver him into his hands. Even though this looming giant of a man right before him was a huge menacing thing. It was a big intimidation. It was trying to intimidate him. It was trying to steal Israel's freedom. He stood his ground and he said, no, not happening. And he came from that place of victory that it was already done and that the Lord would do this for him. And that the Lord would save Israel. And he could see it in his mind's eye. And he knew because of his relationship with the Lord and what the Lord had spoken, that he could trust in God and won a great victory for Israel that day. I listened to an awesome, really uplifting, godly prophetic broadcast called Flashpoint. I recommend all of you listen to it either on YouTube or their website, which is govictory.com slash flashpoint. Again, that website is govictory.com slash flashpoint. And it's just really uplifting, especially if you're having one of those days that you need to pick up or you need to know what, what is the Lord is saying. It's it's quite awesome to listen to. Something Gene, the gentleman that hosts the show, says very often that really struck me that I thought was great the way they say it, is we don't doubt in the dark what we've heard in the light. In other words, when things are going well and we hear the Lord it's easy for us to believe him and say, yeah, yeah, and we'll walk in that. Yeah, let's do it. But then what happens when things get dark? Can we really believe what he said? Can we really stand on what he said? 
and not be shaken? We are learning. The Lord is teaching his body to really learn to trust his word and to stand on what he has spoken. Even more so when things get shadowed and distorted by the enemy in his attempts to confuse things. Let's look at Psalms 23 verse 4 again. Even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely, for you are near. So notice that it's saying it is the Lord's path that he takes us through. So, and verses 1 to 3 shows us how wonderful he is and how he provides us. This is his path. He's already gone this way before. He knows where to go. He knows how to navigate through this. Restoring and reviving us and opening up before us the right paths that lead us along in his footsteps of righteousness so that we can bring him honor. He wants us to walk the way he walked and he brings us where he's been. Thank you, Jesus. This means if he's taking us through, he's with us most surely and he's leading and guiding us all the way. Remember Psalms 119.105, Thy word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. We need to stay in his word and keep our eyes on him and what he has said. We may be passing through the deepest, darkest time of our lives right now. Many of us, I mean most of us with what's going on in the world for sure. And the valley of the shadow of death, as some Bible versions put it, it does not say the valley of death that says the valley of the shadow. It is but a shadow, a very dark place, sometimes the deepest of dark places. But we are to pass through it, not to camp there in self-pity. We're not to live there. We're not to stay there. We can lift our chin up and look to the Lord, knowing that He is with us every step of the way. No matter how dark it is, seek Him. Hold His hand. Dig into His Word. Find Him. He says if we knock, He will open. If we seek Him, we will find Him. So no matter where we are in that dark place, He is with us. He says he will never leave us nor forsake us. Psalms 27, 1 to 3 says, Yahweh is my revelation light and the source of my salvation. I fear no one. I'll never turn back and run for you, Yahweh. Surround and protect me. When evil ones come to destroy me, they will be the ones who turn back. My heart will not fear, even if an army rises to attack. I will not be shaken, even if war is imminent. 
And Psalms 138, 7 to 8 says, By your mighty power, I can walk through any devastation. And you will keep me alive, reviving me. Your power set me from hate, free from the hatred of my enemies. You keep every promise you've ever made to me. And Hebrews 13, 5b reads in the Amplified Bible, Jesus said, I will never under any circumstances desert you nor give up nor leave you without support now will i nor will i in any degree leave you helpless nor will i forsake or let you down or relax my hold on you assuredly not so as we pass through the valley of the shadow of death the only way that we can truly fear no evil is if we keep our minds, all of our thoughts, and especially our words. What are we speaking about or into the situation? On the truth of the Word of God, we have to keep our minds and our words on the truth of the Word of God. Luke 5.45 says, A good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good and the evil person out of the, his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. We must not give any power to the enemy or his schemes by talking about it. Ephesians 4.27 And give no opportunity to the devil. And the English Standard Version. And King James says, give no place to the devil. So it's what we let ourselves dwell on that begins to come out of our mouth it's i listened recently to a message from lana bowser and she said that um, i found really interesting was that the the strongest prophetic word over our lives is our own what are we speaking over ourselves? What are we speaking over our family? What are we speaking over our relationships? What are we speaking over our, um, our work? What are we speaking over our health? What are we speaking over any situation that we are in and are seeing? What are we dwelling on and what is coming out of our mouth? And I love how this some wise woman said, at one point, I don't remember who it was. You can't stop the birds from flying over your head, but you sure can stop them from making a nest in your hair. So we all have millions of fleeting thoughts come and go through our minds on a daily basis. But we alone have the power to either let them go through or let them stay and take hold and create things like fear and anxiety and sadness rather than just giving them no place at all and sending them along just as fast as they came. We have the power to do that in our own mind. 2 Corinthians 10.5 admonishes us to be casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. We didn't hear Jesus walking along, talking all downcast and talking all defeated 
We didn't hear that. So if we begin to really look at how did Jesus live? How did he walk? How did he speak? That's the same authority that we have in us. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in us, dwells in us. Psalms 19:14 says, "Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable and pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my firm, immovable rock and my redeemer." That was the amplified version. We are to be careful what we allow into our minds and our mouths in any given circumstance. As I mentioned in the my last podcast, often easier said than done, for sure. However, we have Holy Spirit within us to guide us and help us. We need only to be keep conscious of our thoughts and ask for his help, as in Psalms 141:3, it says, "Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips to keep me from speaking thoughtlessly." Lastly, let's continue in verse 4 to 6 and notice how David exalted the Lord. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I'll never be lonely for you are near. Sorry, this is Psalms 23 again. You become my delicious feast even when my enemies dare to fight. You anoint me with the fragrance of your Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of you until my cup overflows. So why would I fear the future? Only goodness and tender love pursues me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence to be forever with you. So because David knows his God, he's assured of his saving power. He can rest and be in a place of complete peace, even though there is complete turmoil all around him. He can enjoy Holy Spirit's presence and overflowing power, knowing his future is secure in him because the Lord's thoughts toward him and for him are always good, just as they are for us even now. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, you are so, so wonderful. We honor you and we bless you. You are the God of heavenly hosts, God of the angel armies. Thank you that you are our God, our Lord, our Savior, our protector, our Redeemer. You are our salvation. And your thoughts toward us are always good. And your promises to us are yes and amen. All that you have spoken and promised is coming to pass, no matter what hinders it, as we stand upon your word and look to you. You are the author and the finisher of our faith, and your word never returns to you void. You never fail. You're never late. And you never don't show up. You are here. You are with us. And we thank you, Lord, that you are building your true church and the gates of hell will not prevail against us. 
We come together by your Holy Spirit, Lord, and we declare, let your kingdom come and your will be done here in the earth, in our country, in our communities, in our families, in our lives, in our bodies, in all these areas, in every dimension, as it is in heaven. Father, let the words of our mouths and all that we allow to dwell in our minds and to meditate on be acceptable and pleasing and in alignment with your word and your plans and your purposes for our lives and your will for us. Let everything that we think about and meditate on and dwell on be acceptable and pleasing to you, Lord, in every way. And we thank you that no matter where your path leads us, you are with us always and forever. And you never relax your hold on us and you continuously guide us and direct us by your Holy Spirit. We thank you so much that there is no condemnation in you, that you are ever loving us into a higher dimension of you, into a higher place of understanding, into a higher place of being seated with you in heavenly places. You are just constantly bringing us into more and more awareness of who you are and there is never any condemnation there we choose lord to be conscious of our thoughts and our words so that we will not come into agreement with or give power to anything that the enemy may bring our way we choose to be in agreement with what you alone have spoken and are speaking and if we don't know what the truth is about something or what to say we will be quiet about it and not allow idle gossip and idle words to pass our lips lord we ask put a guard at our mouths help us only speak that which is empowering and in alignment and bringing good prophesying good into our lives and into the lives of others and into the earth. We proclaim, Father, that even when the enemy rages around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, you have set a table for us in the midst of all of it, where we are hidden with Christ in you. We are strengthened in your word and your everlasting peace overflows by your Holy Spirit life and power within us. We declare, Lord, that you are the Lord of all the heavens and all the earth. You are God. You are King. And that even though things have been strange, we have been in unprecedented times and still are. Your word is going forth into the earth more rapidly and increasingly widespread than ever before in history. Your word is reaching all the corners of the earth. You are being lifted up and you are drawing multitudes into your kingdom. Even now, we thank you for that. We give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord, forever and ever. Amen. And again, if any of you who are listening don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal 
Lord and Savior and you would like to have a relationship with him, that brings you the peace and understanding that we've been speaking about. The Lord doesn't, it doesn't matter to the Lord where you are right now in your life or what you think you've ever done. He knows everything about you and he loves you so much. He loves you unconditionally. And he knew you before you were even conceived. And he has wonderful plans for your life. He can restore everything to you. So if that's you and you would like to know Jesus, please pray this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that I am a sinner. I believe and confess you are the Son of God and that you died on the cross for me and poured out your precious blood to take away the sins of the world. I acknowledge that you rose victorious over all sin, sickness, and death. Jesus Christ, I ask that you forgive me for all my sins and wash me with your blood and cleanse me completely. I invite you, Jesus, to come live in me as my Lord and Savior, and I pledge my life to you from this day forward. And because of your forgiveness, I thank you that I am made new and whole in you, and that I am now a part of the family of God. I also ask, Lord, that you fill me with your Holy Spirit and power to help me be the overcoming child of God that you created me to be. I ask all of this in your Son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Anybody who prayed that prayer, I highly recommend that you tune into a, a church service or so and just really start digging into the Word of God and praying. Those are the most, most important things. And the Lord will start speaking to you and showing you His truth. Thanks again, everyone, for joining me. Please share this message with as many people as possible. We all need encouragement, especially during this time that has brought so many changes in so many areas of our lives. I trust and, and hope that you are blessed and encouraged in the Lord today. Until next time, may the Lord be with you this week and in the coming time and richly bless you, guide you, and keep you in every way. Amen. Amen.